0: Janet, it's Wednesday, and I wish you all the best. I hope you had good weeks Uh, this past week, a good week. Anyway, I had a little bit of a crisis. I went to sign on through Skype uh, on the Internet, and for some reason, my computer would not allow me in, so I am on the telephone, which is fine. I have a host call in, and I'm called in, and so I can do my show. I'm really glad. By the time I realized I better call in because I can't seem to get this computer thing working, I had five seconds before the show started. So I'm just going to take a deep breath myself, welcome you uh, again, and hope that you can all hear. I have no way of finding out if anyone calls in. The only one that usually does call in is Robin, and she had told me that she probably won't call in today. And so that's fine. But if for some reason there is somebody out there decided to call in to ask me a question or something like that, um, well, I I think you can still call in now that I'm thinking about it. I just don't know how it works on the phone. Anyway, that call-in number is 646-668-8565. I'm hoping that I would get some beep or something, and I, I don't know. I don't know how it would work. In any case, I'm sorry for the confusion, and hopefully it won't have any effect on the show today. Now, as far as feedback on last week's show, Robin came on at the end of the show after I did the healing on Ryan, her son, and she gave me some feedback right then and there, but she did send me a little quick email to to reiterate that she did love the healing uh, that we did on Ryan and to remind me that he is getting out of prison today. So for those of you who didn't listen, Ryan is her son. I believe he's about 28 or 29, and he, it, it's been a hard road for that family because Ryan has paranoid schizophrenia and is... It's been just a very difficult situation, as you can imagine, and over the weeks, over the last, I don't know, I think about a year off and on, I've worked on Ryan, and recently, maybe four or three, four months ago, he was put into prison for some, um, I forget exactly what it was. It was some sort of um, just threats. He was upset with some people and he was threatening them uh with racial there were racial threats. So he was uh put into prison and he's getting out now and so the Robin and, and her husband have a lot to handle. Uh she has been working very hard on herself and also we of course worked on Ryan so we're hoping that things will go um as best as possible, when you know, today when he gets out. So I want all of us to be thinking, you know, good thoughts, sending her good energy and support and our love because she, like all of us, we all need it. And since we're in superhero school and love is a big part of what we're going to be working with, I thinking, we can all send her love. Now, there will be an exercise at the end of the, you know, after I do my little talk today on the innate desire to love and be loved, and so, you know, as part of that, we will include all listeners, past, present, and future, and of course, Robin will be brought in as a result, and of course, if I remember, we will you and, and all of us can put in Ryan and anybody else that we want to put in. So, okay. Now, first a little recap. Uh, I want to remind, remind everyone of the importance of higher heart consciousness, and I did talk about it last week and also discussed lower heart consciousness. Being very clear that lower heart consciousness has nothing to do with being bad or evil or less than in any way, It's just was a concept of higher heart consciousness not being lived out at the highest level, and that lower heart consciousness has a mix with often with the animal nature. So we can't live out the purely, you know, the pure human higher heart consciousness level until we have cleared away and dissolved. Uh, the parts that we carry that don't match that that higher heart consciousness, so until that point, we all have a bit of lower heart consciousness mixed in doesn't make us any worse for wear it's just part of the process anyway, The higher self were explaining or did explain that the heart chakra of the planet Earth has opened and it's opening more and more and being activated and accelerated more and more. And so this energy of higher heart consciousness is very available on the planet right now and it is increasingly available in intensity, uh, you know, as we move forward. Now, because we're all going to be pioneers of a sort, uh, it's important that we become aware of this energy because it is so powerful. We're going to be those superheroes first for our own lives, of course, and then we'll be helping many out there uh, because we're going to be helping the infusion of the New Age concept. We're also going to be helping to ground higher the whole higher heart consciousness Energy vibration understanding on the the planet and the so we have kind of a dual mission and I'm going to explain a lot more of that down the line I know it's sort of vague right now it really isn't vague I'm being vague because there's just so much to talk about I can't do it all at once so down the line I'm going to explain more about the grounding of the higher heart consciousness on the planet but in any case I'm just also going to remind you that the evolutionary movement is now going at a much higher rate of speed, even higher than you can imagine that, or than it appears to be. And along with it, it's accelerating and accentuating the higher heart consciousness energy, which is really important. And it all, you know, because it's the very highest level of. L- Healing, loving energy that is available in the human kingdom, and we have to move fully into that and absorb and utilize it and live out of that place to uh, um, in order to graduate to the fifth dimension. Of course, fifth dimensionals have already done that, uh, the dual soul nature, uh, fifth dimensionals who've returned here, but we are going to, but now we are carrying the energetic baggage at the facade soul, human soul level, and we have to clear all of that. We want to be living out of that place of higher heart consciousness. But the, and the good news is, and more good news, and because we will get there, it's a process, um, is that all souls from all dimensions, thanks to the evolutionary thrust, are reaching for that higher heart consciousness. And this makes the energy not only important, but more available than it has been on this planet before now. And every day, every week, it's becoming more and more available, and it's available to all souls on the planet. Now, the innate desire to love and be loved. Okay. You probably are all thinking, what the heck? You know, uh, that seems obvious. (laughs) So, what do I mean by that? Why is this important? And I mean, we look all around us and we see love everywhere it's in every song, it's in every movie, it's in every book. I mean, you know I'm exaggerating but but love to the desire to love and be loved seems like a pretty obvious thing. But the higher selves, of course, take us beyond the obvious and they explain uh where this desire comes from We aren't being, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with us, in other words. There's no issue, no problem with wanting to be loved and to love. And they explain, okay, that there is this innate, energetic desire within the collective human unconscious. And, of course, depending on the mentality, the psychological uh, space someone's living out, the personality distortions or whatever is playing out in any kind of individual, the manner that they desire to love and be loved may or may not be, in our minds, right and proper or pure and clear or whatever we think. We might have some ideas that sometimes this whole thing about loving and being loved is a little distorted out there. And that's not really the issue that we're talking about today. I'm just mentioning that. I want you to understand why we all have this innate desire to love and be loved. I mean, why is it there? Well, it's carried at the pure soul essence level, okay? That pure soul essence carries an unremembered remembrance of the oneness of the originating source. Remember, the originating source gave birth to all life as we know it. And so all planets that have life forms, the they began by giving birth to the mineral kingdom. And the mineral kingdom, every mineral, just like all of us, carries that pure soul essence. And within that pure soul essence is that remembrance of being one with the originating source and the the, the oneness of all there is, okay? And so since all souls evolve from minerals, I know, guys, we carry, every soul carries this innate remembrance of the whole and the desire to be part of that whole again. Okay? Now, how does it play out? Well oh well there's another aspect. Oop, oop, oop. Another aspect of it, and that is that the masculine and feminine principles I don't remember if since I started this fifth dimensional information I have mentioned this, but I do have it in my books, at least in passing, that the masculine and feminine principles are part of what gave birth to the universe. So the creative life force, guys, that womb energy that I talk about in all my healings now, the womb energy that carries that creative life force carries flecks of silver and gold uh, symbolically. And the these are representative of the masculine and feminine pr- principles. So the gold is a reflective of the masculine the silver is reflected of the feminine so in the to to give birth to the universe the creative life force the um that carries this masculine and feminine principles those created sparks of life or gave birth to the universe okay so we all carry i'm giving it to you in a complete nutshell here but all souls carry this the the masculine and feminine principle. I've talked about it often, the male and the female, and these these parts of ourselves also play out the desire to love and be loved, according to the idea that opposites attract. They also play out in people who desire to love and be loved by the same sex in carrying out the idea of like attracts like. And I'm bringing this up because there's no rightness or wrongness of how this innate desire to love and be loved plays out. There's no rules that it can only be one way or the other. No rules at all. And the this innate desire to love and be loved, to be part of the union, to create, to... Uh, be part of the oneness, this is innate and we all carry it. And how it plays out is there's no judgments. It's just important to know that this innate desire does exist within the collective unconscious of all the humanities on all levels. Okay? Now you may think, up oh, again, of course, we see this all around us. But I bring this out because remember we're in superhero school. And this means that the higher selves tell us things not only to help ourselves but to help others. And so this is important on for both reasons. <coughs> Excuse me. And they explain that when we're when we're going to be working with uh, the humanities or for them, we will actually be, get help. Why? Because they everyone carries this innate desire. This is actually something that's going to help in the work that we do on ourselves and the work that we do on the humanities because this innate desire to love and be loved is being triggered more and more as the higher heart consciousness energy moves in and expands and flows uh, more and more intensely around the planet due to the opening of the heart chakra. So... What's happening here is that it triggers off this innate desire to love and be loved. And okay, this this means that we're gonna get support. So when we're working with the higher heart consciousness energy, whether it's on ourselves or others, and I appreciate understanding this, the souls who are getting that innate desire to love and be loved, triggered are going to more easily respond to the higher heart consciousness energy. That that means you and I too, guys. All of us are going to more easily respond and take it in. It's going to facilitate, help facilitate the our movement forward. And and I'll get to that in a little bit. Now, of course, remember that all souls Will respond to this higher heart consciousness energy based on the evolutionary level they they are happen to be on at any point in time. So very primitive souls will not the energy wouldn't take that soul from the lowest la- level of where the animal and the it's mostly carrying the animal nature with a little bit of the human nature mixed in, so to speak, it wouldn't take that kind of soul to the highest level of purity of the human nature in one step. Remember, it is a a stepping stone. It's it's bit by bit. The journey through the human kingdom is a long one. And with all these energies that are coming into play more intensely due to the evolutionary thrust, it's not as long now as it used to be. So uh, we can rejoice for that. But anyway... Every single soul, though, because this this is available to all souls and it carries the very highest level of higher heart consciousness. It means that whatever level of soul is at, there's going to be something there for it to take in. And souls, of course, we utilize it at their own rate of speed. So when we work as a group which we're doing every Wednesday, and when, or when you listen to it, because every time, this is a little aside, every time someone listens to an archive show, all the energies come into play again, all the focus. It all goes again. So this show, whether it's only on once a week, it gets heard many, 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 many times a week. I don't know how many times, but because uh, I don't track the numbers, but I know it's a lot. So we we have to understand that every time we a show is listened to and I'm activating the higher heart consciousness energy and the listener is using his or her focus of attention, it's reactivating it all in the moment again. <laughs> Pretty cool. So in any case, that's a little aside. Um when, so, when we send this this energy out as a group, uh, not only to the fourth field on this planet, like I did last week, but into the universe, supplying it for all planets, almost, we can't say, the higher self would never say all, but probably all souls will respond and will take in the energy at some level. Now, we're all snowflakes and free will is in charge, but because the innate desire to love and be loved is there, because the evolutionary thrust is speeding up all of the movement, and because the higher heart consciousness now is being made available and triggering off this innate desire to love and be loved, many more souls will get the help uh, than would have been true a year ago, five years ago. 20 years ago, et cetera. So you can see that this energy, this this innate desire to love and be loved, gives us a very, I mean, it brings to consciousness the understanding of what's operating here. And the higher heart consciousness is such a powerful energy and we can use it, we can work with it, and it reaches out to touch everybody all souls that don't and I'm talking about in the human kingdom that don't properly love themselves. Okay? Souls that have health issues, uh, mental issues, spiritual issues, emotional issues, anything that a soul has, this energy can use. It works on the totality of the soul. And it allows the soul, once you know, as the energies are taken in, to begin to build A stairway, like, you know, what I was just saying, the stepping stone builds a stairway along which the soul can move so it will ultimately evolve to reach that highest, very highest level of higher heart consciousness, which does carry that proper self-love. Very, very important proper self-love. Now, again, this doesn't mean we're instantly going to see miracles, um, but you know, you know, because it depends on the free will of the soul who responds to the energy and how quickly that soul will take it in. You know, we can't control anybody, anybody out there. Every soul is their own directing identity. They're in their own process. All roads lead to Rome. Every soul is going to eventually get to the place where they're living out of that higher heart consciousness purity. Absolutely, Um, okay, so we're all gonna be getting there. Now, fifth dimensionals who are here with carrying the dual soul nature, we've gotten there once, guys. As I mentioned last week, it should be sort of familiar, that unremembered familiarity and comfort because we have gotten there we've already graduated into the next dimensional framework we did return take on the facade soul so and then the facade soul has been going through eons of lifetimes uh taking on the same issues problems misunderstandings misconceptions misinterpretations that every other human soul takes on and so we have work to do to get back there again, but we will get back there again. We absolutely will. Now, I wanna be really clear, it's, of course this is very important in helping others, but we we absolutely need to begin by helping ourselves. And as the higher self say, you can't save a drowning man if we can't swim. Okay, so we begin with ourselves, that's why the Superhero School, first we get the practice on ourselves before we race out to save everybody else. (laughs) And it isn't really about saving other people, I'm being silly about it. Um, Because each individual saves themselves, so it's not about saving anybody, and I really feel pathetic that I use that term. I just threw it out there because superheroes you know in comic books and movies they do go out and they save people, but that's um that has it um uh There could be misconceptions about it, so I want to be very clear. We go out to provide opportunities for people to understand and to move forward. We supply supply support, but nobody can do it for anybody else. And so I'm pretty sure you guys understand that. So I didn't mean really that we're going to be saviors because we're not. Um, Anyway, now, so proper self-love begins, first of all, with centering on the perfection of who we truly are. Usually we're making judgments about ourselves and others, and when we love ourselves through that veil of judgments, we're not able to see clearly who we truly are. We're not able to properly love ourselves in clarity or anyone else. So it's about unconditional love. And unconditional love means loving yourself without judgments, without judgments about who you think you should be or about who you are not or where you are not or that you haven't fulfilled or lived up to expectations of yourself or of others. Unconditional love, guys, loves exactly where you are, exactly how you are, and exactly what you are, okay? Now, remember, it's a stairway. So, and we're going to work on this, you know, in the, in the exercise. So, um, but we can learn to love ourselves in the moment and move to really feel that we're worthwhile, we're beautiful, we're powerful, okay? And each of us is a snowflake unlike any other snowflake. And who we are is not related to or dependent on what others think. Now, you all know this intellectually because you wouldn't be listening to the show if you weren't already relating to so many of the concepts that I talk about. And we all know that it isn't contingent on what others think we are, but when we hear that somebody makes a negative comment about us, don't we have like a twinge? Don't we have like a... <gasps> yeah, because even though we know something consciously doesn't mean we're living from that space. So, so it is not contingent about what anybody else thinks or anything negative that we think about ourselves either, okay? Okay. So, in order for us to process this kind of love at the highest vibration, the higher self are really clear. We first need to love ourselves. We have to cultivate a relationship with the self and loving the self as it is at this point in time. Now, it's one step at a time. You might. I just want you to know, at least intellectually, that we carry within the purity and perfection of the pure soul essence. This is what we are. And also to remember, guys, that our outer world, our outer reality, the world that we live in, is a reflection, a perfect reflection of how much we love ourselves. Yeah. It reflects all the energetic baggage. So if we don't have a perfect life, we don't have, we still have energetic baggage that doesn't allow us to properly and unconditionally love ourselves. Now, the good news is we have the knowledge, we have the ability to disarm and neutralize this energetic baggage, okay? We're not helpless, we're not victims, and we're always pure and perfect. So the exercise, we're going to work on this because that's really such an important goal for me is to encourage you all to work as much as you can with this energy and to uh, neutralize as much as possible those judgments, those beliefs, those self-identities that don't match that unconditional love. So we are going to do a massive exercise at the end, uh, a healing for all of us, which I'm excited about. But I do want to mention a couple more things. First, I want to talk a little bit about those of us that are the fifth dimensionals carrying the dual soul nature. Now, as related to the the innate desire to love and be loved. Now, first of all, we all carry, at the facade level, of course, the pure soul essence. So within the pure soul essence, as in every single soul, we carry that innate desire to love and be loved, that desire from the unremembered remembrance of the oneness, of the originating source from which we were born from. So we all carry that, so yes, we have that. Now, there's a second, okay, there's a second reason why we carry the innate desire to love and be loved, okay, for the the fifth dimensionals who, who have returned. Now let me review a little bit so that you can understand what I'm talking about. Now remember I said, we you know all humanities, of course, eventually go into the fifth dimension, so it's just part of the evolutionary process and those of us who've returned had already returned to the fifth dimension. We were already processing uh the our evolution uh evolutionary process over in the fifth dimension, and then at some point remember that call for volunteers came out because the desire was to accelerate. The evolutionary process of the, four, of the four lower kingdoms, the humanities in particular, because being in free will, there is a little, you know, little more difficult because we, the humanities, can dig in the heels and resist. Um, so, the the decision was made for fifth dimensionals to return, and the way it was done was the an aspect of the fifth dimension. Fifth dimension, each fifth dimensional. Now, of course, you still have your living, breathingness and body in the fifth dimension, going, continuing its process. You're not punished in any way because you or anybody volunteered to return. You still are evolving. Now, the so the aspect was sent out and de-intensified down. Okay, the aspect of who each of us for so each fifth dimensional dual soul nature, because there could be some very high-level uh, uh, souls in the humanities listening to the show, and I'm hopeful that they are because they're getting previews of coming attractions and they're also getting the help that they need to eventually um, do the graduation process. So in, in any case... Um, You know, this isn't any kind of elite show. We all carry the ability to be superheroes. Again, there's no requirements. We all have the pure soul essence, and there's no tuition, and nobody has to be in any way extra special, uh, just to be, to join this group. So anyway, um, okay. So when we gra- so when we volunteered, we ha- sent out an aspect, it de-intensified down because the fifth dimensional energy is so high that it would kill off those in this material world that we live in that's ruled by the five senses. Um, the, the There was a de-intensification down and then there was another thing that happened and I'm pretty sure I mentioned it, but just in case I didn't, I will explain a little bit and it certainly doesn't hurt to have a review. When the fifth dimensionals returned, they had to agree to obey the rules and regulations of the fourth dimensional or the human kingdom, and one of those rules is free will the another rule is male and female, okay Now, when we all graduated to the fifth dimension, we not only took our body with us but we also became uh androgynous because we merged the male and the female principled soul that we were carrying at the human level. We mailed those two souls and we moved into the fifth dimension as androgynous souls. Well, androgyny is, you know, not part of the rules and regulations. So the, the aspect of the fifth dimensional aspect that returned, de-intensified had to split into a male principled soul and a female principled soul. Okay? And each principles soul, each true soul essence took on a facade soul around it. Okay? You getting this? So then the oh, no no no, not so then. So so now we have the all of the fifth dimensionals carrying the dual soul nature have the at the true soul essence level has experienced a split. The facade soul that each took on has the unremembered remembrance of the split, okay? So we also carry the idea, the sense that we need to be part of the whole. And this is another aspect of the innate desire to love and be loved that fifth dimensionals carry over and above the true human. So it's not, doesn't make us any better or any worse. It's just an added energetic, so to speak, uh, that intensifies the innate desire to love and be loved. So there's other things about that split that I don't think I've fully discussed and I'll probably get to it at some point. Don't ask me when. Uh, But right now, I'm talking about it because it's important to understand that the desire to love and be loved is even intensified over and above the innate desire that we carry at the pure soul essence level. So as the higher heart consciousness energy moves out and is available upon the planet, as we activate it, as we utilize it, um, as we bait, excuse me, bait ourselves in, in it, it, our additional desire to love and be loved even though we don't have it in a conscious mind because again this is an unremembered unconscious element it's being triggered and as a result we are even more responsive to this energy and I for one am happy for the leg up (laughs) so I'm very uh, I, I, I see this as a very positive thing for us and helpful because it carries, again, that additional kind of accelerant or that additional oomph to help us respond in the most positive ways to take in and utilize more and more of this higher heart consciousness energy, allowing us to accelerate into moving into that state of unconditionally loving ourselves and others, of course. Um, Okay, so. Now I want to explain just a couple things. When you're working with a higher self consciousness energy, it wants to this energy. I when I say it wants to, I don't really mean want because it doesn't work like that, but it's uh the the, the how it works is that it wants <laughs> I don't know how to say it without Personalizing it um anyway, it's moving people into properly loving themselves um, Now, here's the deal. We as individuals receiving the energy or and or giving it out to others, we can't determine how the energy should or would play out now, this is important because. If we have a judgment, we make a decision, oh, it's going to play out this way or that way or it's going to shift this or do that or it should do this, that, or the other, Um, we aren't allowing that energy in its strength and its purity to lead each individual soul on its own stepping path or its own stairway to loving the self properly. Because no, you know, the, the problems with shoulds and predeterminations is each soul is a snowflake. So what what's what's going to happen for one is not what's going to happen to the other. We're all on a different journey here, and so that's why the higher selves just really never talk about should, always and never, because it's it's important not to generalize so they really think and encourage us to allow the energy to move without deciding or predetermining what that's going to mean, how it's going to play out, etc. For example, maybe we're in a relationship where You know, we're really in love with somebody, but it's not working out. If we determine we're going to use higher heart consciousness in order to move that relationship to a higher level or we'll finally bring in the proper nurturing and support or whatever that's missing, whatever, or any other lack in the relationship, we are actually creating a limiter for the energy. We're, We're limiting how it's going to play out. We're determining, based on the mind level, uh, we're determining where the divine energy should go and what it should do. When in fact, we have no idea, guys. We have no idea because we don't know the totality of our journey. We don't know the you know the massive rivers or pathways or scrambles or what we're carrying. We might have a sense of something's you know, at some level, but it's the tippiest tip of the iceberg for the most part. So we are much better off when we call in the energy to allow it to work without predetermining, or judging, or sh- or uh, pushing it in one way or another. Just allow it to flow. And this was actually really important for me when I was going back. I told you I've been rereading a bunch and b- bunches of stuff. Just tons and tons of stuff to 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 get ready to bring all of this to you and it's a reminder for me because i I was so such an avid student way back then um As I said, not only did I go to every class, but I actually transcribed all the classes, so I heard it a second time. Uh, And as you're typing it, you're really taking it in. And I was one of those people who avidly used every single exercise. I mean, I didn't just hear the information. I was utilizing it every turn. And eventually, you know, um, I'm out of that and I'm going in my own way. And so now it's been an opportunity to go back and I did do this a little bit in 2010 and 2011 I had a meetup group where where I did review a lot of the material and I would um talk about the material in the meetup group um but in any case I it's such a good reminder for me because I found when I was doing the exercise a couple of weeks ago I think when or whenever it was I brought in the higher heart consciousness energy For the first couple of days, I started trying to direct it. Now, it wasn't about love relationships, and I wasn't predetermining how it should be, but I was trying to direct it. And then when I read this, I'm thinking, okay, even that little bit of direction, because I think I was moving it into my physical body. I've sort of forgotten now. But in any case, I found myself trying to direct it instead of just bathing in the totality of the energy and allowing it to determine where it needs to go, where the focus should be, what's the steps. You know, maybe I can't heal this over there until this over here is healed, but I don't know that, so I'm directing it over there and skipping over this, and I'm limiting the, the energy. So um, I really am encouraging you to, to do just what they are encouraging because I I feel it Um now, so that's one thing. The other thing is um, if we're to take total responsibility for ourselves, okay, now you know how much I've talked about we're our own directing identity and if, you know, all of that. Um, if we're to take uh, total responsibility for ourselves, we also have to take responsibility, guys, for the fact that we're pure and perfect. I know. Well, what do you think about that? There's no individual, no situation, and no condition can change that fact except if we permit it. Now, when we do permit an individual or a situation or a condition to change our viewpoint about our purity, Okay, it's not going to actually change the fact, but it's going to change the viewpoint about it. What we're doing is we're relieving ourselves of that responsibility. We're saying, well, okay, if that person thinks I'm flawed, then I'm not pure and perfect, okay? It's that person, the situation or or the condition that's making me less than perfect. Now, what does that do? And I've talked about this before. It sets us up as victims, when somebody else when we give over the responsibility for our purity and our perfection for our hurts and wounds or for anything to somebody else it's out of our hands we become powerless and we are victims i mean from our viewpoint okay and we are all victors in fact all souls are victors it's only a viewpoint that we would carry a judgment that gives the power over to other people or situations or conditions, like the economy is bad or whatever, and it's the, that's the, why I'm not working or I can't get a job. Whenever we give responsibility over for our lives to some person, some condition, some situation, we place ourselves in that vulnerable, vulnerable, strike vulnerable, powerless victim position. And in truth, we are not victims. We are not powerless. We're not stuck. We are absolutely superheroes. Okay? We're all victors. Now, additionally, and then we're going to In closing and then i'm going to get to the exercise i want you to understand that as this desire to love and be loved this innate desire is triggered it can set off guess what a lot of soul mind detox in other words the ideas the beliefs the hurts the wounds that have prevented us from loving ourselves properly in the first place okay so i want you to be aware that that kind of thing can come up because the innate desire to love and be loved and the higher heart consciousness coming in to trigger that off is going to, uh, I mean, to uh, to trigger that innate desire is also going to trigger the the parts of ourselves, the parts we're carrying and whatever level that are not properly loving ourselves. We're going to So he, this is this is how the soul mind detox works. So you're going to see issues about love and loving all around you in different ways. Everybody will be different. And it can be painful. It can be very painful. Now, it's a good thing and if we if we move into a, a very deep emotional issue about loving in some way, we can either catch ourselves up in there, emotionalize, and attach our pain or our hurt or our suffering on someone else, blame that thing uh, or person or situation, or we can work to remain centered, allowing that emotional issue, whatever it is, just to be what it is without pinning it down, directing it to, towards something or someone just to allow it to be and release. And if you call in that, you know, your pure soul essence, your higher selves, uh, the higher heart consciousness, or all of the above, to facilitate the release of whatever emotional issues are being released with this now intense soul-mind detox going on, you're going to move through it a lot more easily. Now, you know, I've said it's the nature of the human condition that we carry a lot more negative than positive. Why? It's because when we feel good about anything, we just experience it and, and move on. We don't add questions, analyze it, you know, we don't talk about it to a million people trying to, you know, blame somebody about it. We just, you know, we wake up, and I use the example of waking up in the morning having a great sleep, and we feel great, and we you know, we go on about our day, and we barely ever think about how great we feel. It just we've just made the list, and we, <laughs> we're doing all the things that we want to accomplish. But when we feel bad, we are thinking and you know analyzing and figuring and find, you know this, that, and the othering all over the place, and that's why the negatives get much more entrenched, uh, much more enhanced, and intensified. So, what the higher selves are explaining is the idea that when we go through any kind of soul mind detox, any kind of issue that comes up, as hard as it may be, to try to treat it like you do when you feel good. Just experience it. Oh, I'm feeling such grief right now, for example. I'm feeling such grief right now. And just call in perhaps the higher heart consciousness and allow the grief just to process out. You can actually see it going out as you know smoke or some sort of flow of negative energy, or you can literally just say, oh, I am releasing the grief, I'm letting it go, I'm letting it go, and allow the higher heart consciousness energy or your pure soul essence energy, your higher self, whatever divine uh, source you want to use or all of the above to help you with that release instead of, Attaching it to some reason or some event or some person, and you know, making the judgment that it's there, you know, it's because of them in some way. Um, So, if you just process the release being centered, it's going to be uh, you're going to get through it much better. You're going to be cooperating with the soul mind detox, you're going to be helping, and helping the soul mind detox is a big step into moving into more properly loving ourselves. When we do focus on the emotional issues, it's a way of dragging our feet. It's a way of holding on to, even though we may not intend it for that reason. It's just habit because that's how we've done it for so many eons of time. But what the effect is that it 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 acts as a real drag. It keeps us stuck in that emotional state and we aren't detoxing as well as we could um so so that's important and i'm going to you know in the exercise we're going to release as much as much of this stuff as we can okay now you're again you're out of reality processes or manifest to the degree that you love yourself and so as you move into your higher levels of properly loving the self, your outer reality correspondingly changes. And and it changes at the physical level, it changes at the emotional level, the psychological level. It changes all over the place. So this is another reason that the higher self want all of us to process and focus on the proper self-love, the unconditional self-love. Because as we move and take that stairway or those steps into more and more of the unconditional love, we will see the changes in our outer reality. Our lives will get easier in a way because we won't be bringing in so many issues and problems. And when we do bring some in, they'll be lesser, less intense, uh, less long-lived, they you know, they will be in, in and out, they'll process in and out much quicker. And it's just so important because, again, we can't help a drowning man if we can't swim, and we can't swim if we don't have time to learn how. So this is a time where we're all going to be taking those steps toward more properly loving the South. So, so important. Um, And we all can harness that higher heart consciousness for ourselves and, of course, for the humanities. uh, And because of this innate desire to love and be loved, uh, for all of us, we will more easily accept and respond to this higher heart consciousness. And so the stairway it might have been steep before you know, and take a lot of effort to go up one big step and the the riser was really hard, and we had to sort of all fours climb one step at a time just to get anywhere but now the steps up are going to be easier and easier, and I know it doesn't it may not seem that way again, it's our perspective um but I'm seeing it all around me. I'm seeing people move through their issues a lot faster. Even people who are uh, not as conscious as you guys are because they haven't, they don't listen to the radio. Maybe they're just my clients and they, they come in uh, once or twice a month or once every other month or whatever it is. Or maybe they're part of my meetup group that doesn't have the benefit of the weekly uh, situation that I do here because it's only monthly there, although... I've just started um, twice a month. But anyway, the, the important thing is that... The important thing, guys, is in consciousness is power. And now that you consciously understand the great importance of higher heart consciousness, of loving the self understanding how much help we have because we have this innate desire to love and be loved. And the dual soul nature individuals here that are fifth dimensionals return with a facade soul, we have a double helping of that innate desire and uh, to love and be loved. So we have help here. We're not in a desert trying to find water. The water is all around us. We just literally have to look around. We now are aware. It's there, we're going to find it, we're going to use it, and it's all good, okay? Now, I do, before I begin the exercise, it just dawned on me, I'm always forgetting to give you news. Um, Okay, first of all, I want you to know I'm going to Arizona on Sunday. Driving there to Prescott, I'm going to be on a TV show called The Morning Scramble. I think it's kind of like, you know, Today Show or something like that or... Some morning show, but it's very local. It's only in Arizona. It's a live show. It'll be my first time on live TV, so it's kind of exciting. Um, I'm actually not scared, but it's, you know, anytime you first, first time out, something will probably throw me. But in any case, I'm feeling good about it. Then I drive home Monday. I mean, it's just such a fast turnaround. Uh, I will eventually have it on a website. I'm also making a new website, guys, for media situations. I'm working with the producer of that TV show, the Aural, uh, Healthy Lifestyle with Araldo, not Geraldo, but Eraldo. Um, that was the show I went back to in New Jersey. Anyway, I met the producer there, and she's she and another gal um, are helping me get prepared for the whole television thing doing more media, because, you know, I think I've told you, I've got like people from 70 countries that have checked out my website. That comes from this radio show. Yeah. So it's it's exciting going, being global, but the television is sort of the next level up. So for me, you know, I think I have mentioned it's not about the 15 minutes of fame. It's about literally getting the message out to more and more people. And so I'm very excited about it, and I've been working with them, and they want to... My current website apparently is a little bit outdated and not up to snuff as far as media is concerned, so they're doing another kind of more, you know, more modern-y looking one. And I will still have the other one. I'm going to have both. Once that new one is done and published, I'll let everybody know. Uh, Anyway... After that, I get home, and two days later, my daughter and her her husband arrive. Very exciting, and and we're going to be traveling up to Ojai. I will be doing the show next week, so that will be a live show. But the next two weeks will be pre-taped. I am then I get back from Ojai on Sunday. On Tuesday, I go to Panama. I have a sister and her husband who who live there in the winter, and they've had the place, I think, ten or twelve years. I've never gone before, so I'm very excited. It's the timing is a little awkward because I just I'm gonna be away almost like three full weeks. So but in any case I'm going to do two pre tape shows so that I can continue. I've kind of made this commitment to myself and to the the superhero school community that I'm going to be doing some higher self information every single week. So there have- Times in the past when I've been traveling that I have not done a tape show. I've just been black, so to speak, or in the dark or what do they call it, anyway, where you don't have any show and that just doesn't seem to be an option for me. It's at some funny inner level i i it's not that I couldn't do it, and I felt very comfortable doing it last year it's It's not anything like that, it's just that I really there is so much to share with you guys. We need every every week, okay? We need every week with this fifth dimensional stuff. So that's sort of what's going on for me, and I just hope. I have heard from. By the way, I did hear from a couple people. um, Somebody from India, I believe, has written me. I haven't even had time to read it because I got it this morning, and I had to do some more preparing on the show. I just kind of skimmed the first few sentences. Anyway, so people are reaching out. I'm excited. I will be responding to the gentleman who wrote me from India. And I just want you guys to know that I am always available. Sometimes my schedule is such I can't get back immediately, but within 48 hours max I do respond, but usually within 24. And I'm just excited because we're really building this community, and yay! Yay! We're going to be, we are superheroes, and you're learning from the show and from wherever else you go out and search and seek. I mean, you know, this isn't the only place. You're going to be learning a lot of tools and techniques to help you become the superhero for yourself and then for others. All right, so I just want everyone now to, to get comfortable. I've got to take a little bit of a drink of water here. I hope this phone thing is working because... <laughs> I can see everything on the computer, but now that I'm on the phone, it's just a little awkward uh, in the sense that I'm not so used to it. I've done it before, so, <coughs> and it worked then, so I just have to assume it's working now. Anyway, um, just, just was testing the volume there. Uh, anyway, I want everyone to begin to quiet your mind. And we're going to move into the exercise to help us all properly love ourselves. To utilize in the best, highest way we can this innate desire to love and be loved. We're going to utilize it. We're going to trigger it. We're going to intensify it. And then we're going to use, you know, use it to take in as much of this higher heart consciousness energy that each of us can take in. And we're gonna of course neutralize all the as much as we can of the that energetic baggage that holds us back, that carries the judgments, carries the viewpoints that we aren't pure and perfect, that we're flawed in some way. So we're going to neutralize as much of that. And of course, we're going to empower, empower, empower with a higher heart consciousness energy. And so I'm going to set this all up and off we'll go. And again, remember that you're active participants in the healing. So if I don't say something that comes up for you, please release it, please. Now... I do uh, want to make sure we bring Ryan and, of course, Robin will be in here because every past, present, and future listener is always in, in the healing. Um, so Robin will be here, matter of course, but I do want to bring in Ryan. At this point in time, I'm going to be setting up the healing circle or a healing circle, and I will, at, when, once it's set up, I'm going to encourage everyone to put in any situation, condition, person, anything, Uh for yourself or for others, anything that you want, I want you to put it in there. And I think, I can't remember because I did it for my meetup group and I can't remember if I did it on the show or not. do. Um, all right, so it doesn't matter whether I remember or not. We're going to do it anyway. Uh, for the new listeners, I would have to explain anyway. So if somebody hears it twice or three times, uh, I remember when Joan talked about the healing circle she set up She did it every single week, so I'm not going to worry if I'm repeating myself. All right. That's part of loving yourself properly, right? Just accepting who you are, where you are, no matter what. So that's the goal for all of us. Okay. So. (coughs) All right, guys. Now I want everyone to take a deep breath and begin to activate the focus of attention. You do this simply by focusing on the now moment, and a good technique is to listen to my voice. It allows us to bring the mind's eye in to allow the focus of attention to come into sharp focus as much as, be activated as best we can to allow any random thoughts to just move out they can be around us but not of us so to speak and if you notice yourself losing your focus of attention just pull it back in it's um it's fine just pull it back in and allow the focus to continue to be active now the higher selves do facilitate the whole process so um the amalgamation definitely helps uh keep us keep us on track so to speak. Okay, so now what I want to do is I want you all again to focus on that now moment, understanding that it is an energy field and it is moving to surround the totality of all of the listeners, past, present and future, that I see symbolically on the rim of that wagon wheel. Um We're all equal. There's nobody better than or less than. We all carry the purity and perfection of the originating source. We all have the pure soul essence, and that is who we truly are. We're all on this rim, and there's a lot of people on the rim. And I'm also right now going to call in Ryan. I want to make sure he gets in while I've got him on my mind. And with our focus of attention, because the now moment is... An energetic field we can manipulate it with that focus and I want us all to expand the now moment to encompass the totality of the past present and future now this now moment is now the forever now moment and it is encompassing the totality of our soul process each and every one and in symbolically it is streaking through the universe known and unknown it's very huge humongous it is that time space continuum that I mentioned many times it encompasses the totality of the time that we've been in existence from the time we were minerals uh, through the human kingdom into the fifth dimensional realm and all of our return and it also encompasses the totality of the soul that we still are and and uh, that still has its living beingness in the fifth dimensional reality so this forever now moment is very huge and it's expanding through the space as well through the universe known and unknown because we've been around and we've been in many many on many many thousands of planets and so the time space continuum is huge now i'm asking that we all focus on that pure soul essence again i use that symbolic sun to help us connect with the enormity of the power of that pure soul essence that we carry. It is our purest and most perfect and most potent point of power. I can't say that enough. It is what does the work today. It is what carries the innate desire to love and be loved. It is all that we are so I'm asking that we focus on that symbolic sun, and in this way we are sending the light of that pure soul essence love out to fill the forever now moment, to become one with, to amalgamate with the totality of your soul process at every level. And because everyone is doing it, the the forever now moment is filling with this brilliant light and income the legions of souls, as happens every week, legions of souls come in and partake of the light. These souls, for the most part, are unaware. They carry their own light. But And, and the light, because it carries the totality of originating source, has something for every soul. Whatever they're ready for, whatever they want to partake in, they will uh, utilize that element of the pure soul essence light remembering, and we aren't in any way, we don't lose anything, we don't, we don't get sucked dry or anything like that because we're connected to the immense, infinite resource of the originating source. There's no, This light never, never goes away. We aren't penalized in any way. We can supply light for as many souls that wish to partake, and we are we're fine and we in addition we we have the knowledge that we are helping in in this way now we're going to also focus on the true soul essence that's that part of us that is the fifth dimensional deintensified aspect that is anchored at the center of our beingness this is who we truly are we have a, we carry a facade or not not facade in the sense of being superficial or weak or less than in some way but it is a overlay of sorts over the true soul essence and so we are um, now going to focus on the true soul essence i like to use the symbol of the heart because it's really the heart of who we are and i want everyone now to begin to send the true soul essence energy the true soul essence light to become one with, to amalgamate with, to merge with the totality of who we are within this forever now moment. You can see it as, in any way, like a heartbeat spreading it out. I have my own symbol, I use um, a different energy field but the heart is a possibility for those of you who don't have your personal symbol as yet and if you always use the heart that's absolutely fine there's no right or wrong as to what symbol you might want to use for that true soul essence all right so i want everybody to focus on that true soul essence and feel and sense it is the anchor Of who you within you, of who you are, and that anchor connects you to your higher self, which is you. uh, Aspects of you that have been put into place as you went through the deintensification process has been put into place. You have multiple higher selves, and the higher selves act as a bridge or a ladder. or or as links, you can think of it in different symbolic ways from you here, that true soul essence here in place at the most de-intensified level to that living beingness living breathing beingness that you have at the in the fit within the fifth dimension so we are also in this way be going to be amalgamating becoming one with the totality of our higher selves and the conglomerate higher selves so it's our own and the higher selves of every other individual remember they carry the higher selves are also carrying the divine will so they have to be invited in given permission to become one with us even though they are part of us they cannot trespass the free will this is one of the rules and regulations um, that is required in the free will kingdom that we agreed to when we volunteered to return. So we do also have to ask that other part, the other parts of our beingness that have already evolved into the divine will frequency, we do have to ask, invite, give permission for them to take part in the healing. And so I see the amalgamation coming in very strongly. It's working very well and it's literally filling also the energy is filling this forever now moment. And I'm going to ask that we call in any other higher selves from any other realm or direction and um I did feel more coming in. I also feel I don't know if I've ever talked to you about this before. Some sixth dimensional soul energy here. Um, 6 dimensionals are, uh, in in a, in, in a way, one of the things they do. They're in charge t- with. T- they're in charge of fifth dimensionals. Okay, so the the energies are incredibly intense. I'm not able to pick up any information from the sixth dimension. I want to qualify it and say, as yet. Joan was able to at some point, but I am able now to uh, sense when six-dimensional energy is present, and it is present today, and so we are held in a very, very uh, empowered uh, and intense energetic situation here. Wow. Okay, so um, now the, the last step is to move into that womb energy, that creative life force energy, that's carried within the originating source of all there is, becoming, um, again, it's but a drop in the bucket. That energy is so humongous and so intense and so beautiful, and all it wants to do is give birth to ourselves at a higher level. And this is very important. It's important for all healing uh, and the... Again, it's an endless resource. We don't ever have to worry about running out. Um, Okay. Now, the the next step before we get to the healing itself is I'm going to ask that all of us activate that Rainbow Bridge energy. I just find it so important because it connects our chakras to the chakras of the originating source, which is very good. It brings our chakras... Into the highest efficiency level that we can manage at this point in time. And, uh, you know, somebody's, I don't know if you guys can hear it, but somebody's running a chainsaw next door. It's got this high, intense, shrill <laughs> sound, so I'm try- going to try to tune it out. And if anybody else can hear it, I'm sorry. But in any case, um, we are. Going to activate this rainbow bridge because we want these chakras our energy exchange points to be running so efficiently during this healing or any healing also, I like it because it works so well with the symbol of the wheel we we ha- We're sitting all around the rim of the wheel as I mentioned, and with the activation of the rainbow bridge, not only are the chakras moving into the highest efficiency level but we're moving the we're actually activating the bridge. Portion and creating bridges from each of ourselves that are meeting in the symbolic middle, and the we're all creating a platform or a hub of rainbow bridge energy. And this is important because right now I'm going to first begin by building the healing circle. Now, in fact the healing circle will always be present and I'll get to that in a second but I want each of you to have in your consciousness what goes into this healing circle so that you can understand uh consciously what it is and more easily utilize it and and hopefully you'll resonate with it okay so right now we are first going to uh we're going to be creating a huge ball of energy so to speak right on this Platform. The first energy that I want to call in is the creative life force energy. And it's coming in from the originating source. It's de intensifying down to the very highest level it can be utilized in within this. Fourth dimensional human kingdom realm, and it's coming in. It's this incredibly. I see it as white. If you see it as a different color, please. It's not about right and wrong. It's but I. I just happen to see it as white, and it has those flecks of silver and gold. Uh, these twinkling little flucky things. I can see it that are the masculine and feminine principle that give that help it um, that allow this energy to give birth to. Uh, whatever it's going to be giving birth to. So the first thing we're doing is we're calling in this, this absolutely beautiful, powerful creative life force energy, remembering that it always gives birth to a higher level. It never gives birth to anything bad, negative, upsetting. Now, it doesn't mean our perspective on the higher level might be uh, our viewpoint might see it as not so great, only because we're not ready yet to let go of the old level or the old ways. So the new way, we may be some, somewhat resistant to it, but resistant to it. But keep in mind, how often do we hear when somebody's going through some very difficult thing? We often hear the whole idea about a silver lining, and it is this creative life force. It never imposes itself. It is only used when it's called in. So it's the messenger or the... uh, It brings change. It is what helps dissolve the old and create... Dissolve the old order, so to speak, and create the new order. And the new order is always at a higher frequency and we are never victims of it if we call it in. So even though I'm setting up this energy here, even though it's gonna be part of the process, if any soul anywhere that we put in that, whether it's ourselves or anybody else, is not ready to utilize it, it won't happen. We always give permission, we're never, ever victims. We can't, and of course the the permission is given at the soul level, so we might give it permission at the mind level. And refuse it at the soul, or vice versa. So, in any case, nothing can happen. No possibilities. I mean, the possibilities of it bringing us to a higher level aren't going to be there unless we call it in. So, it is in. It's a huge field. Now, I have to keep it small enough to see in my mind's eye, but I can sense the enormity of this incredible field of creative life force energy. And it's even it's 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 got movement to it it's very it's serene it's beautiful it's calm but there's movement here it's there's it's it's organic and it's dynamic okay well now we want to call in higher heart consciousness And the minute I said it, in came this beautiful, I see it as pink energy also with this flecks of silver and gold. And it is merging with this creative life force energy. So they're going to be working together. And we're also now going to call in the power of the miraculous. Okay, remember, as superheroes, we have the ability to work with not just as superheroes, anybody has, but but we can use the power of miraculous. Uh, it's one of our many tools <laughs> that we have at our, you know, we may not have X-ray vision, but we have the power of the miraculous uh, that we can use. So I'm asking that you all see now the power of miraculous coming in, and I don't see a color. Well, the interesting thing is it feels neutral to me it feels gray uh, but gray in the symbolic sense of neutrality and so and there's a strength here the strength of neutrality this is very interesting to me i've never seen in any way or sensed in any way the power of the miraculous but there's something about this neutral space that we are able to connect with the miraculous because if we're neutral we're not judging we're not limiting ourselves we're not capping what we can and cannot do. So it makes some logical sense to me, and this has moved in. And we're also calling in, and I'm sure you remember this from, it was either last week or the week before, we're calling in the desire to heal, the desire to utilize the energy, the motivation to utilize the energy. To move with the flow of the energy, we want the desire to be triggered, so that at the soul level, we're more apt to. It increases our odds of taking in uh, m- as much energy and as we possibly can. Okay, so this is this incredibly enormous energy field. Now. What I want you all to do is I want you to see, understand, utilize that focus of attention. And we're now going to expand this energy field. It's not just sitting on the hub. It's now encompassing the totality of who we are. It is moving in to be part of the healing today. So we are all standing within this healing circle. I'm first going to work on have, have us work on ourselves and then we're going to use this energy and supply it to, to many, many other souls, okay? So the first part is to work on ourselves. So this energy is moving in through and around the totality of who we are. And as it does so, it is going to be triggering a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't match it, okay? stuff that keeps us from fully accepting it. And that those triggers are, it's triggering off those judgments. And I want you to begin to release as many judgments, viewpoints, self-identities, limited truth, false beliefs, hurts, wounds, any kind of emotional issues, I want you to begin to release them, and let's just start right where, you know, let's just start by starting with what we see as our flaws, okay, I want each and every one of you to release the whole idea that we are flawed, that we are, uh, we're not kind enough, we're not productive enough, we're not smart enough, we're not good enough, we're not uh, caring enough, we're not observant enough, we're not articulate enough, we're not calm enough, we're not patient enough, we're not anything. Just keep competent enough, deserving enough, keep releasing all of these ideas that we're flawed. We're not pretty enough, handsome enough, thin enough, fat enough. Uh, tall enough, short enough, anything that we have, where we that we that we you know we feel that we fall short. All these ideas that we fall short as. There's also a bunches of ideas uh, that around self doubt that. I can't do something, I'm too lacking, I can't make it, I'm not competent, I'm not able, I'm not deserving, I'm not smart enough, I don't have enough degrees, uh, you know, like uh, degrees from school, I'm not tuned in enough, I'm not connected enough, boy, that triggered a bunch off, I'm not connected enough. How often do we say, well, we just don't know the right people? Uh, We don't know whether it's the right men or women. If we want to meet somebody, we don't know the right people to help us at work. You know, all of this, we don't know enough. We don't have enough connections. Boy, that was unexpectedly a big one. Thank you, higher selves. Um, That somehow our human relationships are lacking, in some way, we don't have enough. we don't have or the people that we do connect with are lacking, and so we feel um held back by people, so there's this whole idea that that our relationships hold us back oh boy that's that's one we want to because the only relationship that's important, guys is with ourselves. That's the relationship that leads all others. So we want to release the idea that other people in our lives uh, are holding us back. Because in fact... The only one holding us back is ourselves. So we want to release all of that and then all of the misunderstandings, the misconceptions and the misinterpretations about self-responsibility. This is really key um, because we, we we lose sight of the fact. We get confused about it. At some levels we, we understand we're self-responsible, but on other levels, oh, it has nothing to do with me. I was parked at a light. I didn't cause that person to hit my car or... I'm not responsible for the economy. I'm just going on minding my own business and the economy takes because of some people in this, that or the other place and uh, you know, I'm the one that gets hit. Well, I really, really, really want everyone to release all of those kind of ideas that there's some times where you're not fully responsible. It is really important that we release that because in in fact, we're totally responsible for our outer reality and we're responsible for accepting the purity and perfect, perfection that we are. If we don't accept it, then we're going to manifest in the outer reality things that that come in and validate those belief systems that we're victims sometimes. Remember when we're in a car accident, when, when there's some sort of pileup there are many cars that aren't involved in the car pileup, and there's some cars that that are or one car you know depending it's the same thing with an earthquake. Houses all along the street can be come down in an earthquake, but there's one or two that stand that aren't in a bad economy. maybe ten percent maybe fifteen percent lose their jobs, but the other eighty five or ninety percent don't. So if the economy is responsible for everybody's financial situation, everybody would react the same way. Everything would happen in the same way. We have to understand that we are responsible for our outer reality 100%. And if we carry some, whether it's a conscious belief or an unconscious one, because it's unconscious, we all have it, Maybe you can't relate to it consciously but at the unconscious level we've all felt things weren't our responsibility. So I want everyone to release that and boy is that big time important and boy is our it's just stuff is just streaming out just hugely black stuff is coming out from the totality of all of this. It's it's this, you know, idea that we're sort of on the fence. Well, yeah, I'm responsible for my life in a certain ways, but the other ways either it's fated or it's the, you know, God that's you know, um responsible, the universe, uh karma, anything along those lines takes it we give away the our own internal uh Power, and we give it to somebody or something else. And what's important, the higher selves are really clear on this, that we own the totality of our self-responsibility. And so I'm asking that we all release as much as we can of the confusion that we have about it. Uh, we've all been given so much taught, so much and lived and taken in by osmosis and the many different lives we've lived. You know, the spiritual authorities perhaps saying, you know, uh, we're in charge or God is in charge or whatever, uh, or maybe the the authorities in other ways, we're the smart ones, do it our way, you know, that kind of thing. And so the the we've taken on in so many ways these kind of beliefs and I want everyone to release as much as they can. Um, I'm seeing a lot of frustration coming out, a lot of frustration for many of you because it is frustrating. It is frustrating to have all this energetic baggage, to have all these misunderstandings and misconceptions, to hold ourselves back when we our intention is to move forward. We don't want to hold ourselves back. And <clears throat> so there's frustration. Well, you know, it's like, well... Good God, what the heck? Should we need to let this go, right? We, You know, how could we have done this to ourselves? Well, it's not about getting on yourself or getting on the world or getting on the process as being bad or wrong or harmful. It is the way we all evolve. It is the way that we move into awareness. When we get to the point that we're no longer satisfied to live the way we've lived we do the seek and search pattern we open up at the soul level to new things to take in new ideas and new concepts because we're ready now we don't want to hold on to the old ways of looking at things because it's been holding us in patterns and issues and scrambles we're so unhappy with and so all of that as i'm talking i'm seeing more and more releases uh, that frustration is understandable, but let's let that go. Uh, resentment, let it go. Anger, let it go. Bitterness, let it go. The bitterness and resentment and anger come, too, from the a whole idea that we're powerless. And that it's somebody else's responsibility. And those people, those that situation doesn't fix us, doesn't make it right for us. We can't force or control anybody else or any other condition. Uh, so we're helpless, and it's frustrating. It makes us bitter and resentful. It's, it's, and and helpless. So let's release all of those feelings. We need to let those go. And instead, I'm feeling that. Neutral energy beginning to permeate as everybody is releasing. That neutral energy, in a way, is getting more of a foothold. That power of the miraculous is gaining a foothold. It's almost as if I see it moving itself into the shoes we are all wearing. And if you're not wearing shoes, no worries. It's moving into the feet. Um, So it is just... Getting a foothold, it's as if it's connecting. It reminds me of Peter Pan's shadow. Remember how he tries to paste it on to the bottom of his feet? (laughs) And that doesn't really fully work, but it gave it a foothold. And then Wendy begins to sew the shadow up, and that's kind of what I'm feeling like. This power of the miraculous is getting a foothold, and the more we release... The, the more we're going to take on the connection with the neutrality to allow ourselves to move into that neutral space to manifest more and more of the higher heart consciousness because it means we're letting go of more and more of those judgments and limiters, and we can move more and more into the proper self love, the higher heart consciousness level, uh, energy at the highest level okay so we're doing good I do want to keep going we have more time so I want to just keep moving with it who there is a lot of pain and sorrow and suffering now this comes up every time but let's just uh, go with the flow here because we want to in relationship to this issue we want to let as much of that pain and suffering go it carries with it fear we're afraid uh of what, that whatever the situations and conditions that that led into the pain and suffering whether it's a relationship situation where you get betrayed or abandoned or whether it's a physical situation where you were killed or tortured or you know died of lived a short life because of you know, subsistence living or something, whatever the situation was that made you miserable, you're carrying fear around having those situations come again. And so this is very important. We want to let go of as much of this as possible because it disconnects us from the idea that we can can move to dissolve all of those things and therefore we won't have those situations and conditions moving into our lives. We are in the driver's seat. And the more we properly love ourselves, the more our outer reality is going to reflect that. And the beauty and the proper self-acceptance, unconditionally loving the self, is going to bring in the elements in the outer reality that reflect that. So we want to release pain and suffering and grief and fear. Otherwise, we're going to bring things in the outer reality that are going to bring those to us and intensify those even. That's the way it works, guys. So we want to release all of that stuff. Now, the higher selves are indicating to me another step that I don't believe that I've ever worked on with you all. I've mentioned it, I think. But the higher selves actually want us to also focus on releasing what we would normally consider as positive thoughts, ideas, concepts. Now, I know this may be counterintuitive, but in order to stand fully in neutrality, to fully have the shadow of the power of the miraculous, that neutrality, become one with us, we have to also dissolve and neutralize the energetic baggage we carry that we consider positive. Now... You may resist this, and if you do, I want you to, uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm not forcing anyone to do it, and I want to explain the the not only what I just said, but uh, I want to give you a couple more examples. Uh, I may have said this in one of my shows or even two, but I had a life many, many... Lo- uh, oh, shoot, I just spilled something. I had a life many, many you know I don't know centuries ago, where I fell in love with someone who left me, and i he said he'd be back, and I believed that he would come back, and so I stayed loyal to him, and in fact, that loyalty moved into many other lives uh where I interpreted misinterpreted the loyalty as that soul. And so I had many lives where I absolutely did not connect with anybody at the love level. So I was carrying this misplaced loyalty. So when I learned about that, which was I don't know several years ago now, it all made sense to me how something, you know, because we often describe somebody in in a, such a positive way where they're such they're so loyal. Now of course we can also say loyal to a fault, can't we? Because that, in fact, can happen. And so um, it depends on how we interpret loyalty, how we play it out in our lives, because remember, these things are complicated. They aren't just working on from one thing. They're mixed together with other misconceptions, other experiences. And it's the same with, for example, patience. Joan used to explain to us all the time n- never to uh, empower patients because then what you do is you bring in situations and conditions that require patience. So it is important, uh, and those are just two examples, and if I had time I would give you many more examples. But the thing is that the positive thoughts, the positive qualities that we have are scrambled in with other things. They're attached. So for me, loyalty was attached to a love relationship, and so I, in essence, went through several lives after that alone and isolated. Now remember, we carry that innate desire to love and be loved, but there was only one in my interpretation that I could love, you see. So the important thing is that anything we carry can be discolored, can be... Uh, misunderstood uh, can be tied in with situation and condition and belief systems, and empower those things because we think, hey, well, you know, this is a good thing. I, I, you know, this is something I want to hold on to. I'm encouraging you to let go of as much of the positive as you can. Now, of course, it'll be decided at the at the soul level. But I wanted to introduce, the higher self felt it was important for me to introduce this to you now because we can't properly love ourselves if we're holding on even to how we positively describe ourselves. The more neutrality we're able to access and live out of, the more we will be able to properly love ourselves because we'll be living between the beliefs and disbelief uh, between the judgment so to speak or without judgment and so it does not mean and I want to be really clear it doesn't mean we're going to become robots and automatons it simply means that we don't have knee-jerk reactions that we don't carry the discolorations, the automatic misunderstandings don't come into play, the emotional blueprints don't come into play, so we have a choice as to what emotion or how we're gonna feel. Uh, The habit patterns, uh, imprints aren't ruling our lives. It's, It's really important, and we carry a lot around loving and being loved, so I want everyone to release as much as possible the loving, strike loving, the any positive viewpoints we have about ourselves. Now that doesn't mean that, you know, we have to stop working on the negative. It just, I'm introducing a concept here. I don't believe I've ever talked about it. I think I mentioned it once or twice, but I've never discussed it. It's It's really important. We want to allow the releases. And this is where... Okay, 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 okay. All right, the higher selves are indicating. uh, When I talked earlier about just allowing the higher heart consciousness energy, when we call it in, to do its work to bring us and stimulate releases that we need to release and to bring us to where it's going to go, knowing that each movement is going to be in our highest good. Each movement is going to be moving us into the higher frequencies. This, again is going to help allow the higher heart consciousness energy to unfold within each of us to bring us in a more accelerated rate to that place of unconditionally loving the self. If we hold on to the positives, that's in our way of saying it should do something or not do something related to those positives. So, it again, it's part of how we don't mean to, but how we would be directing the the higher heart consciousness energy from the soul level because it's the soul that would be making those decisions. So I'm encouraging all of you to move into a state of neutrality, standing in the center, allowing all the judgments, good and bad, pro and con, up and down, over and out, known and unknown, direct or indirect, conscious or unconscious, I want everyone to let go of all that stands in the way of moving into properly and unconditionally loving the south. And I feel the energy just absolutely washing through all of us. It's it's almost like it's a I mean, symbolically <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> Anyway, um, it's almost as if I see it as a wave washing around and just this sort of continual wash around. And as it washes around, I mean, it's within us, but there's also this washing process. So as we're releasing, it's taking the energetics we're letting go of, that baggage, the thoughts and the habit imprints and the emotional blueprints, all of that, and It's dissolving and washing and neutralizing them. And the the energy itself is actually becoming more empowered because as it neutralizes, of course, it absorbs uh, the neutral energy and it actually gets empowered. So the wave itself, the healing circle itself, is actually becoming more and more empowered. We're all helping it we're helping ourselves, and we're intensifying the energies. Now, of course, we can call on the the immense, infinite resource of the originating source. We are not limited, but it is just very interesting that um, it's like a cosmic, what do you call those things, where you... you, You put organic stuff in this big bin, and it turns into God, I can't think of it compost, yeah, a compost, it's like an organic compost i mean a a cosmic compost, as we release uh, it's just such a funny image, but as we release the all of our stuff, it moves in and becomes this beautiful energy. It's being composted, so to speak. They're changing the energy. It's changing the nature of it, moving it into a state of neutrality, absorbing it, and empowering it. And it's really beautiful. Now, I want to just check one thing because there's another step here we're going to do. I want to check to see where we stand symbolically on the neutrality. And I do feel like it's moved up into the lower part of the legs, uh, of course, this is just a symbol, but this is just telling me that we have made progress on moving more solidly into a neutral state. It means we have more to do, but it would be a surprise if we did it all in one healing. Um, hopefully, this symbol will come back because I'll be working um, more on this. The I'm not going to be working every week on higher heart consciousness and everything, but it was important to get these couple of things in uh, because there's such a foundation for all that we are going to be doing. Uh, I don't remember yet what the, at this point, what next week is, but it is something interesting. Uh, but in any case, I do feel and I hope we come back to the symbol when we work again. Anyway. All right. So what the higher selves now are doing are, are they are preparing Uh, or indicating it's time for us to send this healing circle energy out, not only to the totality of this planet, but out into the universe. And because we've already set it up on the Rainbow Bridge, the Rainbow Bridge itself, remember it's a bridge, it's perfectly... Uh, balanced and anything it does it doesn't discolor or distort anything so it can take this energy that we've set up this healing circle energy and it can provide it to each and every soul all over the planet and that's exactly what is happening now the the Rainbow Bridge is taking the energy in through and around the totality of the planet. We're still held within. It's being provided to all souls, known and unknown. There is no soul too small, too hidden. No soul is undeserving, of course. Every soul deserves it, and every soul will take part, uh, partake of whatever is, Is, you know, whatever it is ready to partake of, whatever it gives permission to take in, and that soul will utilize the energy at its own rate of speed. So it's just a very beautiful thing. It's just incredible. It's also moving into the astral around the planet, bringing in this. Tremendous higher heart consciousness energy, and the uh, astral workers, the fifth dimensionals in facade form that are in place in the astral, working to uh, neutralize uh, as much of the astral as they can, remembering that it is being empowered moment to moment to moment by the thoughts of all of the humanities around the planet, billions and billions of people. Um, so it is a constant process, and the uh, the Astral Workers are utilizing the energies that we're sending as a group to help with that process. It accelerates and facilitates their job, so that's important. But this energy is also being taken to the rest of the universe. I don't know how far or how much, but all I can see it is that it is being directed to many, many 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 other planets and planetary systems to uh, allow it to further trigger the innate love, need to be loved, to love and to be loved, uh, it's really intensifying it um, for the people and stimulating more of this. It was It's already being activated, you know, because of the evolutionary thrust, but some planets are not where we are they're the heart center of the planet isn't yet opening so it's in particular helping those kind of planets because the innate desire to love and be loved is within even though the heart center of the planet isn't open and the higher heart consciousness is not flowing freely as yet on those planets um this energy is providing the Uh, the stimulation providing and will be helping accelerate. Oh, it's very exciting and it helps the planet itself. Uh, Remembering the planet, each planet is a soul, so it is important to understand that the planets themselves also partake of the energies. So this is all very exciting and and, uh, it's it's literally, you know, I can't really track it, but it is a very powerful thing and I just can't, thank the listeners enough for being part of this. Whew. Okay. Just a reminder to allow the energy to do its work without us predetermining how it should look, how it should manifest, where it should go. Understanding that it is a stair way process, we're moving up the stairway, we don't always know the direction, uh, we don't always know how it's going to manifest in the outer reality, uh, I'm just asking that we all center in this energetic field, um, in your days to come, the, activate the higher heart consciousness, the pure soul essence, your Amalgamation with the higher self, the originating source, the power of the miraculous, either all or singularly, any you know, any combination uh, at any point in time. Uh, you'd be surprised where you can find time. It's just astounding to me how how often and how often an opportunity presents itself. Now that I'm aware. Sometimes just turning on the water and waiting for the hot water to come on. You just sort of stand there, you know. Now maybe some of you have hot water that come out right away, but it doesn't work like that where I am. Um, it doesn't take too long, but I'm standing there. I have nothing else to do. I become one with whatever in the moment I think of. Uh, and I do shift around. Um, sometimes uh, I'm walking, just walking and emptying the garbage and coming back, or I'm walking to the car Maybe there's a car in in my way, and I'm just sitting there waiting to get out of a parking lot or waiting to get out of a out of the garage or waiting whatever I find time after time there's there's seconds, ten seconds, thirty seconds a minute of downtime where I can move into that space and The more I do it, as I mentioned last week, the more intense that habit imprint comes, and it propels me to do it again. It's one of those imprints, the more we use it, the more we're propelled to use it because we get that habit imprint getting deeper and deeper. And so we're activating, uh, we think of it, I just think of it all the time now in ways that I didn't used to think of it. And I encourage you all, you're making a bed, you're... um, you might have two or three or four minutes. You're waiting for a call. You know it's going to be in. You know, you call somebody. I'll call you in five minutes. Well, you don't want to get started on something. Spend the five minutes just moving into the space of neutrality, the space of higher heart consciousness, and become focused. Use that focus of attention. Use your awareness to focus in. You have a problem you need to solve. Call in that. True soul essence, your pure soul essence, your higher self. Activate these energies, utilize them in whatever way you come up with, and you're only limited by your own imagination. But I'd like to give ideas because, you know, there's no reason for us to invent the wheel over and over again. So anyway... um, I want to the higher south are indicating the healing is over. We have 5 minutes to the end of the show. They're putting cocoons around each and every one of us and they're giving me time to remind everyone of my email. I didn't do it in the front. It's Janet at com or Janet at janet@janetrichmond.com. Those will always be available. I will change it when when an, you know when I get my new website because it'll be slightly different. But in any case, please contact me if you need to for feedback for questions for comments for healings uh doing individual healings is still very much on the plate i'm so happy to do it in any case i i'm going to sign off i do want you to be aware that i want you to be aware that the outro, you know, the saying goodbye, I don't think it's, I set that off manually from the computer. So when I say goodbye, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I think it's just going to go dead. I don't know. I'm not sure. But anyway, the thing that's funny is that on my phone, it shows that I have 15 minutes left. On my watch, though, it shows that it's almost 12 o'clock, which is when my thing ends. So I'm not really sure. They don't really work. They're not cooperating here but in any case i'm going to end the show because i think i only have three or four minutes left i really love you guys thank you so much i'm sort of barely functioning that was so intense don't forget the healing circle it's in place all the time I forgot to mention that it never goes away you can place yourself or anyone else or any situation or condition in the, that healing circle anytime I'll have to go over that next time because I didn't say it and most of you probably disconnected by now anyway I love you always thank you for being part of the superhero school and I'll talk to you next week